All right. Well, um, everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Anti Podcast. Um, yeah, today's gonna be a special episode because uh, I get to talk to the man who went to the Kanye West live streaming. Was it live streaming concert? Oh, who's the guy you're talking to? Oh, oh, just some schmuck. Some <laughs> schmuck. The fuck do you say to me, you son of a bitch? Yo, we're. <laughs> yo, I, love, I, love, I love when we're in person because then we can actually, again, just like what I said last time, if we got a fight, we can do it. Yeah, dude. I'm about to say, you, you guys picked a good episode to listen to. This is the episode Ryan and I, like, literally fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to record it. It's going to be like Jake Paul versus uh, whoever all over again. Jake Paul versus the world. Yeah, so I'm going to be Jake Paul and Troy's going to be that bitch ass basketball player who got his ass knocked out. I don't even know, know his name. Yeah, exactly. Who needs to know his name? But anyways, <laughs> um, yes. So Ryan is fresh from... Was it Nate Robinson? I think it was. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. I think it was. Uh, I forget. Literally, it feels like that was He's on was the Bulls, like, right? Hmm? He's on the Bulls, right? I think so. See, I know about basketball, bro. You just got to give me two seconds. <laughs> about to say. You're really good at thinking on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Um... No, so like I no, I think the people should like know like um. So what you went to Atlanta? So how'd you get there? So uh, my buddy Mike, um, one of my really good friends from back in high school, um, he actually drove us there. Uh, me and two two of his other friends. But on the way there, you know, it's like a thirteen hour trip because we're coming from Philly, and so it's like kind of far. So my idea was to kind of listen to Kanye's whole discography as we drove up and and figure out like what exactly I liked and what I didn't like. And yeah, so he drove us all the way up. Uh, shout out to that dude. You know what I mean? He got through it. Drank some Red Bulls and that kind of shit. I'm not sure which Kanye album is my favorite. Uh, I, I've been really digging Watch the Throne a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, Watch the Throne. It was a fun project. I really liked it with him and uh, Jay-Z. You, you got to give it another listen, man, because like lyrically, I think Kanye is like at his peak. Like He's going nuts. He's going absolutely fucking nuts. No, no, I I, I kind of believe it. Like, um, you know what? Like, I was on Instagram the other day, mm-hmm. and I saw like... like um, was it? I think it was like some. T- I think it was like ten years, not ten years, but like yeah, it came out ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, ten years ago. I saw like a highlight of from like one the music video of No Church in the Wild, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of crazy like how accurate that was today because in the music video it's like a policeman on like a horse like hitting like a like a kid like you know it's basically like a, like a, like a protest slash riot yeah where like the police beat the shit out of everybody yeah these cycles repeat and you know what the thing i liked about the watch the throne album that some people i guess didn't really pick up on or look at like i know everybody had the opulence aspect of it one line is like your weed is purple my money's purple so it's like our lives are completely different type of shit mm-hmm. so like that was one aspect of it but i think the album as a whole it's whole the whole thesis of it is supposed to be you know, black wealth, number one, obviously, like, like we're two successful black men. We're doing it like we're amassing tons of wealth on levels that you wouldn't expect. And we're in Paris and we're fucking it up. You know what I mean? Like we're coming into these circles where, where we're, we're fucking it up. And it's like, a, it's like, a, it, that's like, like supposed to be a good thing. And and on the album, you know what I mean? Like just absolutely going crazy with it. But like the other aspect of it is like, um, you know, black people being murdered, like, like on murder to excellence or, mm-hmm. Or the one line that really sticks out to me is on Who Gonna Stop Me, which, you know, I thought was like a dubstep, like surfboarding, like a compilation video type song. You know what I mean? Like it seems kind of outdated, but it goes, um, this is something like the Holocaust, millions of our people lost. Mm -hmm. So that line really stuck out to me because like I didn't, I never thought of that as like being about, um, you know, black on black crime, which Mm -hmm. is obviously started and facilitated and set up by white people. Yeah. And police brutality. 
No, hundred percent. Like, I mean, even like the next part of that lyric, doesn't he just like like compare like um, the murder rate in Chicago to Iraq? Where, oh like, yeah, yeah. More people died in Iraq, and that's why they call it. No, Iraq, more people yeah. die in like Chicago than um, they did sorry. in Iraq. You're right, exactly. Yeah, like literally the next line. Like, you, you know, it is it's just kind of crazy, especially like um, recently, like um, being in Philadelphia. Like, right now, there's been like the most murders like ever mm-hmm. this year, and we're not even like. Uh, done the year yet but the shit's just like going crazy right now it's yeah crazy times we're living in and like how like 10 years later uh, yeah i feel like we're in like a, this feedback loop where we're just kind of like still kind of like this hmm. exactly where we were kind of around then it always fl- it always flips i mean the whole thing is these things these things happen all the time like there's police shootings probably happening right now but they just might not be publicized there might be you know in a couple months there might be three very distinct police shootings or you know, situations in a row that will happen that will pop up and then everybody will be, be protesting. But this stuff always happens. Mm-hmm. It just like it, events will pop up like George Floyd or like uh, Breonna Taylor, like rest in peace, um, pop up. And then all of a sudden it's like everybody acts like, you know, it's happening right now and not for the past months, like and before and years and everything in between. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Really? Wow, man. Dude, that's some like good shit. Like, honestly, I really like to... Um that song made in America with like Frank Ocean on that album. Yeah, it's cool because uh, speaking of Philly, like that's a festival in Philly, and it's made by Jay Z at the same and ten years ago. You know, because made in America ten years ago. Wow, made in America is also ten. Wow, right? I remember it, going there like when I was in high school. Made in America is named after a song on this album. It's called Made in America. No, yeah, I think like I really liked about like the album. Like I feel like every song, like it does kind of like embrace like you know your black identity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like not to sound like you know two people who aren't black. To talk yeah, we're about not going to keep talking shit. about this forever. But yeah. yeah, but like you know, I will say though, like um, I, I honestly it was great. Like uh, Edwards in Paris too. Like that was such a banger. And like you know, like he's just you know out there like acting like himself, like doing whatever he wants, like it's, you know, like yeah. luxury. I loved it, and it, and it's really like a whole opera, like the way that they do it, because it's like the bonus tracks are separated by three to four minutes of silence, which is almost like an intermission, but they're not really bonus tracks. Like they're some of the best tracks on the whole album, like Ham or um, Ham's the, good, the yeah. Joy or Illest Motherfucker Alive. Like mm. all the songs are low key, like some of the best songs. What's your top song on this album? Um, I was going back and forth between uh, Gotta Have It which I thought was really cool because they're just passing uh, bars back and forth. Just like, I, li- I like the rap style on that one. I obviously like no church in the wild and my favorite is probably made in America. Cause I really just love the beat so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like it. That, that beat dude. Very yeah. Luxurious. That's a fantastic song and a fantastic mm-hmm. album. And I don't know. I feel like people underrate that album and don't, they always put it at the bottom as far as influence, but it's like one of the low key, like one of the most influential hip hop albums. Like honestly, Really? Like, I think what I don't influential. think influential. What makes you say that? Rick Ross and Jay Z and like Kanye and that whole like you know like conglomeration of people were so influential in like the whole like luxury rap thing. Like they made it more than like I'm buying my chains like used like and somebody's gonna come after me for the fees later. It's more like no, I own the chains. Chains are secondary. Who gives a shit? Of course I have chains, but I also own like this giant mansion. I also have all these boats. Like I own all of this stuff. It's not being leased from some fucking guy. I'm saying that attitude has has been passed down now, and like I feel like every rapper wants to own things rather than rent them, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like that kind of like goes for like everybody, you know, because I feel like everybody just wants to like own shit. Like, who well, yeah, f- who the fuck wants to pay rent for their entire? Well, yeah, life? but the bling era was all about like cribs and shit, right? They yeah. like you need to ha- you need to have the Bentley in the driveway you gotta have the car. for the, yeah for the cribs video, but you, nobody you're not getting paid off of it. Like the, the record label gives you the advance, you spend all the money on the Bentley, and then all of a sudden now you owe your record label and you have hits. Like that's exactly what it was back then. We own we own everything. We're not uh, yeah we're not renting it for somebody, but yeah, that's it's influential in that way. 
Um, I feel like a lot of rappers nowadays like owe a lot to Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely. So, so like out of all the Kanye albums, what was the worst one? Jesus is King. Now, but say excluding. I'll tell you a funny story. We, as we were driving there, again, we went through every single album, every single album. We okay. went through, you know, the compilation album, uh, Yandi even. And, but like the end of the trip was Jesus is King. And I had fallen asleep by that point. I was f- maybe 12 hours in and we had another hour to go. I wanted yeah. to take a nap. And when I woke up, Jesus is King was halfway through. And I said to my friend, I'm like, Hey man, like, were you just listening to Jesus is King by yourself? Like you didn't have to continue to do this with me. And he's like, I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> 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 no you, you know what though i i think i'll do the same thing too if like i was heading to a kanye west concert and like i had that much time to kill I, like of course like yeah you got to finish the journey you started you know what i mean yeah oh my god that, that's true yeah so like i mean i don't know why why do you personally hate like jesus is king jesus is king is so bad because it's so dishonest like he's not being honest with himself whatsoever like he's just like every two seconds whenever he's like has a moment where he could be like uh showing his true self like he did on yay for example Mm -hmm. like really like bearing his soul he suppresses it with going like jesus please save us like jesus please you know heal the bruises and he's like he doesn't seem passionate about it yeah, yeah like, uh, no, I totally agree with that, where, like, it's the passion's not really there, and also, like, I feel like on um, his other projects, like, he's way better of, like, explaining his situation. Oh, yeah. Better than, like, he did, because, like, I feel like, like, and, I mean, that was a crazy time in his life, you know? It's the whole like, appeal of his music. He, he just tells you exactly where he is and what he's doing. Every single album is, like, a benchmark, like, okay, like, I'm driving Mercedes, I have one Mercedes, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then by, you know, Watch the Throne, it's like, I have a fleet of Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like by like you know like Life of Pablo. Who am I dating? Who am I not dating? Who, exactly. You know what I mean. Who's hooking up with? Blah, blah, blah. Like I don't know. I feel like he's always been like specific and, and like enough to where like this is how you feel and how like you're able to like kind of show how you're feeling at that moment mm-hmm. and able to let us like kind of be like okay, I see your point now. You know what I mean? Like, That's I'm, the appeal because we feel for him. No matter what he says, like I mean, I mean, if he says something so terrible, he might get canceled type of thing. But like. Going back to his whole Trump shit, like, the reason why people stuck with him, I feel like, is because people were like, okay, like, he's saying this now, but, like, we're going to see him change his opinion in a year, which I think has happened, but it's just, like, maybe that's a bad example, but with every year, it's, like, you see him, um, I don't know, for for example, for me, the best one was, like, gradu- graduation from 808s, yeah. because in my opinion, li- really listening back to them track for track, like, like, what album would I pick, not which is the most influential, not what's the most important to his career, I don't care about any of that. Out of the three first albums, Graduation is my absolute favorite because it's just such an upward trajectory. His rhyming gets better. His feature placement gets better. He gets all the skits out of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He has a real sound top to bottom. Well, I feel like in Graduation, too, is like, I feel like that's like the album, too, that everybody listens to. Like, I like you know, like it's so big. Yeah. Like, you play at every wedding, you play right. at every sporting event. Like, come on. Like, who doesn't like listening to Power? You know what I mean? Well, that's, that's my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Not power. Uh, no. Like, like fly, oh, uh, life, stronger, 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 stronger. Or good life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that too. That too. Yeah, good life. Stronger. Yeah, those are. Those, I love. Pop. Those are massive hits. To tell you the truth, my favorite music, just like the Weekends album last year, is when pop music is perfect. Like on graduation, I feel like he perfected like the whole pop angle of his music. He wasn't. There wasn't. I don't know. There like there's certain there's certain songs on like his second album that are like too much. Roses has a couple like pretty corny bars, even though that's a good song. But like. I don't know, like Diamonds vs. Sierra Leone, there's two versions of it on the same album. It's just like fluff. Mm-hmm. Graduation, it's like, same with Eases for me, like why I love it so much. It's just like, no, like no skits, like top to bottom bangers. Yeah. 
No, I totally agree with you on that. So, wow. So, like, yeah, graduation was real good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. But but what I was going to say, going back to our point about, like, like you can track his, like, where he's at at every album. Mm-hmm. Graduation to 808s is such a stark difference. Like, graduation is so maximalist, so pop, so much fun. You know what I mean? He's All- literally, like, living, like, you know, it's probably his peak of... Almost like probably his second, his first like second biggest peak. Yeah, he shops so much he can speak Italian. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so sick. He has so many good lines like that. And even the songs I don't like too much, like Drunken Hot Girls, I have to admit they're fucking hilarious and they're good. And they have like this can sample, like this band from the seventies, mm-hmm. like just very, very, very like interesting sampling. But the, to eight oh eight, it's just like stark. Like his mom passed away, and his and his uh, fiance Alexis Pfeiffer was like. Uh, you know, we're, we're not together anymore. I haven't looked into why they split up, but they did at that time mm-hmm. that his mom also passed away. So you can just say, you can just see all the joy and all the luxury and all like the excess shit that he loved just being completely sapped out of his life uh, at that time. And and you can tell by like the first song, um, Say You Will, is like, like so simple. The beat is so simple. Like it's not, like you really got to listen to it. It's just, you could make it. It's really? so simple. Yeah. Really? It, it's like doom, 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 looped for six minutes. Yeah. You know, he's like sad. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I mean, like, it was a really sad point. But, like, honestly, though, like, I think that's what made, I mean, you know, like, it sucks how he was sad and all, but like, I think that's what made that album so great. I don't know. I feel like, especially, like, on Jesus is King, he wasn't really having, like, like showing much emotion towards, like, what the fuck was going on in his life. Because, you know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like dishonest yeah it's not it's not the kind that i like it's just some other it's some other fucking guy it's some other dude who thinks he's another dude playing another dude yeah ex- yeah yeah and you can see even in his interviews where he's like oh the my christian scorecard right and like fucking talking about craziness of like oh like slavery was a choice like what the like that was oh. when he was being most honest which was like like he shouldn't have been that honest that was too much it was over <laughs> too much and then jesus is king was such an overcorrection. It's like no, no, no! I can't have ecstasy anymore. The song ecstasy, I can't. No, no, not, no. The little pump song, little pump song, did never happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a Christian. No, yeah, dude. Oh my god, that shit was ass. I went, yeah, when I woke up to that, I was laughing so hard at my my boy. I was like, I was like, I was like, why the fuck are you still listening to this? That was the only album we we didn't get through. We got four songs into it. I'm like, I, I started laughing at him. We switched it. Yeah, no, it seriously is just like such a, like a stark stark di- uh, difference too, because like, because yeah. I mean, even like you said, the graduation, like I feel like on Jesus is King, like it just like doesn't have like any one liners that are good, you know? No, and, and, like, and he's the worst part. Anytime he pops in, there's beauty and it, there's so much like choral shit mm-hmm. that I don't want to hear on a Kanye album. Whatever, it, it is good, but like when he talks, it's like the whole song goes into the fucking chitter mm-hmm. no yeah seriously like i thought like the production like was pretty like solid for the most part if i knew that like it like half of it wasn't part of yandi yeah but like yeah i thought like the choir was amazing on it i thought like the features were done oh yeah for way sure better yeah just when kanye came on it just like all of it like felt fake like yeah um, it felt fake that's the, that's the worst part about it it just felt really fake all of his other albums were genuine i don't i really don't like 808s that was probably like toward the bottom for me um like it would probably be jesus king the cruel summer uh uh mixtape thing or whatever it has a lot of shitty features on there that's the only reason why it's bad it has like four sci the king features and they are the prince features and they all suck <laughs> and it's like yeah and it has too many john legend solo tracks and like mm-hmm. i don't know it's not very good but yeah okay. jesus is king it would probably be cruel summer then it would probably be 808s for me honestly then it would probably be like the life of pablo or something like that then probably the first two albums then graduation then 
Let me see. What else do I got left? Uh, it's in my Bruce Rockwell's fantasy. Watch the Throne might be Yay. a full Dark Twisted fantasy. Uh, Yeezus at the, at the top, and Yay would be probably like just below Life of Pablo. Mm. So okay, yeah. so so. Some might say that you are a fan of Kanye West. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love I, I love his music. I, I love him as an artist. He's an incredible performance artist. And you know what's the craziest thing about this whole shit? What? The, like this whole event. I had this dream like six years ago uh, where <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I swear to fucking God, I had this dream six years ago when I was in the, I was like in an audience of like a Kanye West concert, right? And he was not singing. And I couldn't see him, and he kept running from wall to wall. Like it was like really weird. It was like a, like a Disney ride or something like that. It was like not even like a concert. I really had this dream. I swear to God. And like, you mean a vision? Yeah. And seeing this concert, <laughs> bro. Seeing this concert is exa- it was exactly that. Yeah, him Panama. Where is Kanye? That was the whole thing. It's like, oh my god, like where did he go? Like that was the whole. That was the whole show. No, yeah, honestly, like so, like uh, I watched the show from uh, Apple Music and. Um, I really liked the how he did this one because, like, I feel like the first one, how the whole stage was illuminated, right? Like, it's just, like, the whole world to see, like, where he's at and, like, yeah. all the shit. And, like, he was moving all over, like, around the that stage. That was more of, like, my dream. Like, like I would have pictured him in the red outfit and everything, too. Like, mm-hmm. they're just, like, walking around and shit. Yeah. And then, like, I love how in the second show, like, um, how it was the exact opposite where, like, it was only a, a square of light. At like where yeah. there's a mattress, like basically, like it for, to me, it symbolized that <laughs> his room at the emergency. Well, yeah, yeah. When I saw that, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, "Holy shit!" It's like honestly, he's a, he's a, still a genius, man. He still has it. That is absolutely fucking genius. Like you get divorced, and what do you do? You're gonna get fat, or you're gonna get jacked, and you're gonna get like girls, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're gonna pick one option or the other. You get broken up with, you're gonna get jacked and get girls, or you're gonna get get bigger and feel sorry about yourself. You still might get girls, but like physically one or the other usually right like that's the the no yeah thing and he's jacked you, you know yeah dude honestly it kind of seemed like as soon as like the divorce happened like he was just like he kind of just snapped out of his funk you know what i mean yeah he really did like seriously he did yeah it was really like interesting just seeing that because it's just like like he snapped out of it and then he's just like wait a minute i'm sad because because <laughs> yeah, well, he, he doesn't it's weird he's like it's almost like he, yeah, he's going through all the emotions, and you can kind of see it in real time. And and the whole thing about the the room, like that, I thought was so cool was like, okay, he did the first concert. It wasn't, it was okay. Like the, some of the we heard some of the songs, and we were like, it's good. And then he had that room in the stadium where we're like, what is he going to stay there for three days and finish it in three days and release it, and that's it? Oh, he's there for like two weeks. That might have been the plan. The plan might have been at first to stay for three days and finish it up, but he was just like, Atlanta is so sick. I'm single. Like I'm gonna get some bitches. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why. That's why he picked uh, the, Mari- Listen, the man, Mercedes-Benz room. You have to be there to understand picture. exactly the whole shit because, like, the women down there, Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to get canceled here. But, God damn, you, anybody in Atlanta who's listening, no, go y'all off. are beautiful. <laughs> so I understand. And, and you know he was born in Atlanta, too. Yeah, I, no, I know he was born. I didn't know that. Yeah, born in Atlanta, and then um, he moved to Chicago. I don't think it was. I think I heard it on Dissect or something. Like, in Chicago. Yeah, but it's but it's really interesting how they took the stage and they they put it like they made it into that room. Like like he went from working on the album for three days and maybe releasing it to two weeks later he's living in the stadium and he's walking around the stadium. And t- yeah, two weeks later it's like now that room has become a meme and everybody's talking about it. And now he's like, well, fuck, like I'm going to take that like, and I'm going to make that my stage. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like, um, I really liked it too. Cause like he was able to convey like, you know, 
how he was like kind of feeling throughout the entire time in that room of like every song was so personal oh for sure to his situation recorded in bed too a lot of them yeah a lot of them recorded like, in his bed and like you know what i mean like it's it, like it's just like kind of like what i said like a couple podcasts ago of just like kanye really just toned out everyone and everything yeah and was like i want to just focus on this we people we want to hear how the fuck he's doing you know yeah. like 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 i'm tired of this bullshit of like of like oh like you know i'm doing so well like i'm a billionaire i own easy campus i got the the thing with gap i got blah 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 like bro like Talk, stop talking shut up yeah like dude he shut up he bro that's what i love about it so much because when he talks so much he only has a specific amount of things to say i feel like and when he talks too much it's like too much like like he did the zane low interview it's an hour it was like perfect he went on joe rogan for four hours it was it was ass. that was a mess complete ass i hated it i hated it from start to finish but this shit it's like he puts a mask over his face, He, which we identify with. You know what I mean? We started that wave, but whatever. That's a, I don't want to say Kanye stole a whole fucking flow, but Kanye <laughs> stole a whole fucking flow. Technically, we stole it from him from Jesus, but, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. if we go all the way back. But, but, um, but anyway, it's just like so, so fucking genius. Yeah, like uh, like my wife is at the stadium. My kids are at the stadium, and and it's just like Life of Pablo. Where he's playing songs about getting bitches. It's just like... <laughs> Crazy. He's so fucking audacious, bro. He's just like, 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 just listening to that shit. You hear like some drill song, and he's like, "And now I'm single, got a new chick." <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah, right. Like, um, not. Yeah, seriously. I, I also and like he's doing push-ups, and everybody's cheering. Yeah, dude, yeah. How many? About to say, I saw him in the live stream. He did a lot of push-ups. How many push-ups do you think he, he did? Has amazing form, bro. I swear to God, I don't know how many push-ups he did. Um. He was doing push-ups all day, today. He was <laughs> all doing, day that day. He was doing push-ups and curls throughout the whole, um, yeah, be, like from the and again, you know, I started, I just started working out again, and it's like that's a lot of working out, man. Oh yeah, well, dude, I mean, yeah, you got to be like somewhat strong, you know, like if you're just gonna be doing like a hundred push-ups on stage and then all day, like throughout the entire live stream that he did. Yeah, like dude, but that just shows though, like Kanye, he's just like all chest. No legs, all chest, no legs. Yeah, like I didn't see man squat once. Like, yeah, <laughs> he just it's, totally ignored his legs. It's really funny because when, like, after this concert, I got really inspired. I just, I like just seeing him do do push ups in front of seventy five thousand people and everybody's going nuts and cheering. And like, I was just like, that's that rules. Like, like this is powerful music. Like that that song uh, off the grid with uh, Fabio Foreign and Playboy Cardi and and Junta. Like that those songs are like steroids, but like music, like. They, whatever pain you're going through when you're working out, just listen to that shit, blast it, and it's like, that's fucking power. Dude, it's it's really good. Like, honestly, well, like, talking about those songs, like, I really like that 5EO feature. I thought yeah. that, like, one of the best features on the album, like, and he just fucking went so hard. He's like, moving the industry, you gotta move different. <laughs> yeah, man, shout out to my buddy Mike, uh, who, who accompanies us on the trip, and, and uh, his brother, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if he wants his name out there, but uh, shout out you guys, bro. Like, thank you for getting that, that uh, torrent, man. I mean, thank you for uh, thank you for recording the whole show on your phone and showing me, and then I showed Troy, and that's it. Yeah, and then we we I, I got rid of the URL. It's so. gone. Like it's just yeah, that's it. It's just one file. It's, <laughs> it's just just one file that I don't have access to. But yeah, but you know, since we don't have access to it, but somehow I had a good memory and I remember all the tracks and features. Let's talk about some of these tracks a little bit. Let's say I did miss the the first part of the second listening party because mm. uh some technical issues you in the shower <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> you 
You were jacking off? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was too busy jacking off. <laughs> no, literally, like, you know what happened? Like, I saw him come on stage, but I didn't hear anything. So he was just standing there, and I'm like... Yo, he's just standing there for a while. And then I, like, I put it in the group chat. I was like, yo. yo my friend thinks you're cute. <laughs> just like. Yeah, literally. Like, I didn't hear anything. And then I'm like, yo, do you hear anything? And he's just like, yo, you got to refresh it. And I'm like, fuck. So then, like, I refreshed it, like, a hundred times. And I finally got it working. I literally tuned in when, like, he started doing push-ups. And oh, I, nice. I, and I'm just like, damn, that's a lot of push-ups. <laughs> Bro, he was killing it. Holy shit. No, it was so sick at the event, too. Like, mm. just. Just like hearing these songs, like from start to finish, it was just like crazy. Like, w- remember when we were watching the event and and like the first song was like the okay, "We're Gonna Be Okay" song or whatever, and it sucked. Yeah, it, like it was just not done or something. And it was like, why was it in the beginning of the album? It didn't make any sense. It was like, this is how you're gonna start the album. This is not uh, good. And then he actually puts it at the end of the album now. Like, it's really weird how different from listening party one to listening party two. Yeah, I, it was it was very interesting. Like. um like watching them both, like just seeing like how he was able to progress his sound, like, yeah. on song, especially on like on Hurricane, because like on the original one he just had Lil Baby on there, and then he just threw on the uh, the weekend after that. Yeah, man, seeing that in person, I I, I nearly cried. Like, like the way that they had this the stage set up. This uh, you know, shout out to Mercedes Benz Stadium. Like, we're, again, we're sponsored by them, so we have to shout them out. But like, they're <laughs> they're um, that's an amazing stadium for that event. Like, it was perfectly tailored for that event. Like the big football field. Uh, had all these people it had like 400 people surrounding him and like all they were wearing all black and just like walking around or you know waving their hands like this back and forth there's this big screen overhead and it's not like the typical like like jumbotron it's like this like curved screen like to the towards the sky Mm -hmm. like there's like a big like almost like a donut like around and then there's a you know you can see the sky Mm -hmm. and screen around it but like as he would do songs he would have like uh different like mood lighting essentially and it would be like uh like for the song god breathe on this which is more like uh industrial and more like hellish and shit it was like fire was on the screen and the stage was red and anytime there would be a switch up of lighting or sound or anything people would go fucking nuts anytime the screen would switch or people more people would come onto stage or like you know the lighting would switch up or you know like you'd hear a drill uh, a feature or something people would go crazy it was really like really cool for each each song it was like it would it would totally change up like the mood of of everything but for that song specifically for 80 degrees it was like this heavenly looking sky with clouds the all the lights were on um i think that light in the middle of the stage uh lit up the one the famous picture of like you see outside this, the beam of light? Well, it's like, yeah, it was like a bunch of beams of lights. I think that that started like in the last four songs mm-hmm. uh, towards his uh, eventual ascension <laughs> into the sky. When he ascended, yes. But we'll, yeah, we'll get there in a second. But uh, um, seeing that, everything lined up perfectly for, for 80 degrees to hit uh, perfectly the first time for me because the weekend I love, of course, and I knew he'd be on the album. I didn't know where 80 degrees is my favorite song on hurricane is my favorite song on the album or my favorite chorus. Yeah. And you just hear this voice and it's like, wait, whose voice is that? And then it's like 80 degrees. And it's like, un- it's, it's him. <laughs> I was like, Oh my fucking God. Ah, like I was going nuts. Yeah. And then, you know, where are the uh, people going nuts too with you? Like, yeah, yeah, getting hyped, bro. People are going crazy, and the, yeah, that beam of light was on there. You know, I mean, that's that's the one video that's the most liked and I think most viewed or something that that I posted with the weekend and and little baby. You know, I've I'll be honest. You know, little baby's not listening to this, and neither is anybody associated with him because they're you know way above us and shit. But uh, if they are listening, I'd like to say I'm sorry, little baby, uh, because I dissed you in the past. 
too much on this podcast and in general. All the fucking... You know what? That really grinds my gears. The motherfucker who talks the most shit about Lil Baby's... Oh, I fucking hate Lil Baby. Lil Baby fucking sucks. Like, is the dude who just like, Lil Baby! Oh my god, I'm such a big fan! Yeah, I met I met him. <laughs> <laughs> I met Lil Baby, guys. No, yeah. Oh, no, but say jokes aside yeah how was that that's pretty sick bro i yeah I, I i yeah i'll be totally honest i've said i, I i've disparaged little baby's music just like with like uh logan paul i can't i can't diss logan paul too much because i said probably the same thing or even worse you know what i mean just like making fun of his voice or making fun of his flow making fun of the subject matter all the songs sound the same blah 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 i i have to take all that back because <laughs> i've been i've been listening to a lot of little baby recently and yeah. and he he is good that's num- yeah, dude, that's what we've been saying. That's number one. He's he is good. Okay, and first of all, you said that Nava's better than Little Dirk, so shut the fuck up. But <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let me finish what I'm gonna say. I, I uh, don't recall. <laughs> it was it was episode two. Uh, I think it was called Certified Lover Coin. Cert- yeah, <laughs> that was a good name. Probably minute thirty. <laughs> <laughs> minute thirty. Something like that, bro. Five minutes. <laughs> Five but, seconds in. But anyway, I uh, so we went to this place called JR Crickets. And, um, you know, the four of us, me and, uh, the other three dudes I went with that are you guys again, great, great fucking trip. Um, we went to this place called JR crickets, which is like a chain, um, like a local chain, you know what I mean? Only in Atlanta type of shit where it's just like such a successful wing spot that they opened up like nine of them. Yeah. So that's where we went. And we were originally going to go to some other one and they were like, Oh, it's like 40 minutes from the stadium. We can take another Uber there. I was like, but what about this one right here? It's a block away from the stadium. I'm like, the ratings are good. It looks pretty good. Like, why don't we just go to this one? And, you know, the uh, one of them was like, oh, no, no, no. And I was like, no, let's go to this one. I'm like, it's right there. I was just being sensible. And, like, we called it at a certain time. We get in the fucking Uber. We get there. Literally didn't even step out of the Uber. One of the one of the dudes that we hang out with recognizes him and goes, oh, my God, it's little baby. <laughs> and his bro was like, yo, chill, 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 chill. And so we walked up to him, and he was, he was, uh, you know, he looked pretty cool. He was wearing a gallery department fucking shirt. He was wearing these, like, uh, Air Force, I forgot the name of it. It's like something mushroom, Air Force Ones. Those, those shits were pretty, pretty fresh. I didn't notice it was him, though. But they, they noticed it was somebody. He was dressed, you know, nicely. And they, I might have been on my phone, and they were kind of just, like, noticing it. And, you know, we walk over, and they recognize him. And then all of a sudden, it's like, we're going towards this guy. I'm like, why are we going towards him? And I'm just like, I was just like completely dumbfounded. I was like, is that little baby? <laughs> Fucking little baby. I'm like, and it made sense. It just made sense. I didn't, I wasn't starstruck, like scared, like, like, oh my God, it's little baby. I was yeah. like, we're in Atlanta. Like, we just like, of course, of course like, it's little baby. I come to Atlanta and it's like, you know, it's like one of those episodes that like whenever like you watch like Family Matters, like, yeah. a random celebrity comes in, you're just like, of course they come, like Mike Tyson's. In yeah, this <laughs> oh, of course, bro. We're talk- they've been talking shit about Mike Tyson the whole time. Of course, he's going to come in and there's going to be a comedic like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yeah, wow, dude, that, no, that's that's pretty crazy. So like, um, what was he cool with like you guys? Like 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 uh, like how'd you guys even talk to him? Were you just like, what's what's good? That's why I have to apologize because. Um, I, I haven't met many celebrities, but just talking about people in general, he is one of the nicest people I have met, like nicest strangers I've ever met. Really? He was so fucking nice. Like we walked up to him on the sidewalk. He was with like just one guy. I don't know if he was his bodyguard or just like his friend, but he was bigger than him. Anyway, we walk up to him and the one dude notices him and goes, hey, man, like, you know, obviously I know who you are. Like, it's nice to meet you. Like, could we could we just talk to you and like get a picture with you? And we're not going to make it hot for you. We're not going to like do anything like that. And then he goes, 
he looks at us and he's like shakes his head and he's like waves us into his restaurant and we go into his exclusive restaurant that wasn't done yet and and wow and the story about the restaurant being open like i looked it up and it wasn't like being publicized and then two days later it's like little baby's opening a restaurant in atlanta wow and it you, was, you were there bro it was like on the ground floor like they were putting in the electrical shit they were his family was coming and loading in like bottles of water uh bringing it into the restaurant like it looked wow. really nice too it was like he he had, yeah it was cool he had like um that wall of, like it's like leaves or whatever but it had like the neon sign mm-hmm. no yeah i know what you mean and it said it's bigger than black and white or something is that like a lyric from it that yeah, yeah that, that's from like yeah dude, that's from like the biggest song he had last what? year how does it go again remember uh it's bigger than black and white <laughs> yeah it says it's big it said it's bigger than black and white on the wall yeah which was which was really cool i thought that was like an interesting thing he had on the wall and it was like yeah he took individual pictures with each of them he took a video with uh the dudes the younger brother dapped them up like mm-hmm. like they were friends Nah, that's bad cool dude like you know I mean? wow. he was tell- yeah it was cool like and we didn't use it as an opportunity to like front the anti-brand or anything because i was just kind of like yeah just your fu- yeah, yeah i was yeah. like i don't want to make it i don't want to make it annoying for him i don't want to get kicked out I, my first it's shit it's only my first day out here but so yeah you can't you can't be like little baby yo i got the page for you <laughs> yeah, i have a page for you bro oh like don't listen to any of the last got- five podcasts where i talk shit about you <laughs> yeah they, they got like like pro like uh portrait style pictures is a portrait like when it's like a yeah, yeah, full like top cool. to bottom yeah, yeah they got those with him but me i just took a selfie and 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 i saw that his security guard was like going like like this like with a rubber band like, which i think means wrap it up yeah pretty much so i was just like i don't want to bother him so i was like okay i'll just get the selfie damn dude that's cool as fuck dude so like uh so nice he was talking to them about what's what school do you go to you're from around here you know what i mean oh like, really like he was oh, actually like uh southern hospitality so right fucking there. nice he was yeah. so fucking nice and then and then again that happened an hour before two hours maybe three because it was delays and the album is long as shit but three hours before i heard his verse on the last song like the finale song you know what i mean he's the star of the song yeah <laughs> on this kanye album at Dude. this fucking huge stadium and i just met him down the block and the funniest part is like oh yo man like you know like oh like we're up for the kanye event like it's up the block and he's like oh really <laughs> he had he had no idea he goes oh really <laughs> he's like that's cool i guess <laughs> yeah, bro it's so funny it's so funny how much shit he's involved in and how much money he makes where it's just like oh yeah i was on the kanye album i was on the Khaled album like there could be a premiere up the block and i'm also in miami but like okay it's mad regular like <laughs> like man dude like honestly man i wish i, I was there i would have been like bro i really liked your um your album that you did with little dirk i really like that one like yeah dude honestly this is like i think little baby's year I, I well even though last year was was a really big year you know like yeah i think like he could be like he's like the next generation is drake a little bit yeah, no he definitely popularity is. yeah he definitely is um what yeah one of the dudes i was hanging out with actually said this is what exactly what he said it started with wayne and then it went to thug and now it's little baby which i think i agree with because because young thug really uh um mentors him and like loves little baby and like you know he has a song on his album called little baby you, you know i guess that's really and, good. and gonna too and gonna that's really good comparison too because i always feel like those three are always featured on like a project every other week oh for sure yeah like, they're all over the place they're all over the place like people just love fucking with them like they're, they're really good features to have yeah yeah it was just it was so crazy just to see that live and like i hit my friend on the back i'm like <laughs> and then the funniest part to me was at the end when he was doing his whole ascension like he like basically again those lights were projecting out of the stadium up through that like donut hole yeah and then he was like he basically strapped himself in 
like on his chest and like hoisted himself up or they hoisted him up rather like toward the ceiling and like he was like ascending into like being like abducted almost like on the Jesus uh, tour cover type shit. I didn't see it is the funniest thing. Do you left before that? No, but I had the funny, the craziest thing about it. It's like a UFO video. Like I had a video of it on my phone, but like I didn't know I was taking a video of that. Like I was taking a video of the performance, right? Yeah. And I just saw like this big beam of light. And you're like talking to your boys while like you're. Yeah. And everybody was cheering, but everybody kept doing that. Like anytime there would be a feature or like a cool chord progression or like a this or that, like something impressive, people would cheer. So I was like, okay, like, yeah, this sounds good. People are cheering. That makes sense. And then at the end he goes, yo, you didn't see him ascend. I was like, what do you mean he ascend? And I look back at the video and it's like, you see this little dot. (laughs) Yeah, bro. He really ascended. Like I thought that was like. That's just a funny way to end it. <laughs> With it was that on film? Like they actually like they showed but, the whole thing. Yeah, that was on the live stream. That's the whole thing. With me, it's like you're watching it from. We weren't in the nosebleeds either. We were close. Football field in like the middle of it, mm-hmm. so it was kind of hard to see him. And I was a little bit drunk. And it's like you know, what I mean, it's a live event, but he's not performing. So you know, it's just playing. Mm-hmm. So you're not paying attention the whole time. You might be on your phone for a second. You might be looking here for a second, there for a second. But every every time he'd fucking do something, it would be like. Like, oh, he's doing push-ups now? What the fuck? Oh, wait, he's not in the middle anymore? Where did he go? Oh, oh no. he's ascending? Like, and now he's like a phantom? Like, yeah, it was crazy. A big-ass gap jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, when he had the, the blanket over him? Yeah, it was like a blanket jacket yeah, like type of thing. Yeah. Like this. It was crazy. He was running around with a blanket on. It was just like an arena full of secrets. It was just like everybody was making memes about Mike Dean. Meanwhile, like, he's above me. Like, I didn't even realize, like, he's like two rows above me like on the laptop like djing and smoking i didn't see him but he's really? up he was up there yeah he's like he's like hidden like if you really go and look up you could probably see him but it was like he's up there on his laptop he's controlling everything like if he paused it the whole shit would pause if he wanted to play porn it would play porn like straight up like he was controlling everything you, you think you'd be, you'd be playing porn <laughs> you ever listen to Jesus? uh i have listened to Jesus. That'd be so funny. <laughs> like, he opens up the album. And it's like, oh yeah. It's like, oh shit. Right. Oh yeah. Like that meme of just like time to start the album, and then starts it. It's like, oh yeah. It's yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. And then like the complex magazine is like, wow, genius. It's amazing. He starts his album like with pornography. Oh, wow. Very stark contrast. <laughs> yeah, but it's to like what really Mike Dean was. Mike Dean was just he just trapped in that room, bro. He couldn't. He has nothing else to do. Yeah. Right. Like now, Mike <laughs> Dean gets the rest. We're probably. <laughs> But bro, <laughs> yeah, and on the seventh day, Mike Dean rested. Like, like Dean rests. He really is God, man. Uh, <laughs> Legit, he's controlling everything, dude. He, yeah, he's a really good producer. Like, yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, it was a lot to that man. You know, like he is like it, when they both get in the boot together. Oh my God, like they really create the next wave. He's cool though. He's always high as fuck all the time. He's just always smoking like a joint. Like he was, he was doing that event high. He was smoking a joint. Or a blunt. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a video of it. Uh, what did you think of the intros? Uh, Donda, South Carolina, featuring uh, Pusha T. It was okay. I like Pusha T, but he can do better. Um, yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was like an okay intro. It wasn't that good for me. I thought the mo- moon was, was way better than it. Is that, wait, is that the one where it's like, and the glory, and the power? Is that yeah, that I think so. That's kind of cool, I guess. Um, well, you know, but like, I don't know, you know, like, I, I feel like, you know, we're in Jesus King territory with that. If we we're talking about the choir just being the only good part. Oh, yeah. I know what you're saying. I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. What do you think of uh, the next one? Moon with Don Tolliver and uh, Kate Cuddy. I was really I like yeah. the Don Tolliver on it. Moon is really good. I really enjoy that song. It's it's that's an earworm. 
Yeah, I really like it too. Go to the moon. It's nice and sweet. He's so talented, like low key. Like he's like he makes like waves like with his music. No, yeah, seriously. Like I feel like it was like I guess the biggest person from that wave to like really come in and like make like a total, you know, make these like huge waves like with like internet money, like with lemonade. Uh, yeah, yeah, and for shit. sure. And now he's on a Kanye West album. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Like it's crazy. I just want you grown. And then um, was it Praise God with Travis Scott? Praise God. That's one of the ones I go back to a lot. That's the one that's like, uh, uh, it's like, did that do right or whatever? Yeah. Bitch, I do work. Yeah. No, actually, no, that's uh, that's uh, Junior, I think. No, uh, that's uh, I think it's that one. Play it real quick. Play it. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is the song. Okay. Yeah, that song is great. That song is yeah, amazing. I, I like that song too. I like how like um, how braggadocious he is again on that song too. Mm-hmm. Saying everybody's like his cloning shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I thought that was real good. Is that the one where he doesn't really have a verse? He has. It's more the chorus, right? Kind of. There's I, a, there's a lot of songs like that where he just does the chorus and then he has people fill in, which. Mm. Yeah, depending on the song, I song don't mind by song. It. This yeah. song I like. This song it works. This song it really works because the features are both good. That's my whole thing. With this oh. oh, you know what? I think I'm thinking of like I'm not okay for the with featuring Lil yeah. Yachty. I, I was thinking that the one. other guy is really good. I forgot his name, but he's really good. It's like uh, Jonga or Droga or something like that. Ruga. He he did really good on that song. Lil, I, Lil Yachty, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought Lil Yachty's verse was yeah. It was more of like a placeholder for me, like you know, just like something like it was nice, I guess, but like yeah. not really. Like it sounded good, but like I don't really think his lyrics were that strong. The, the beat's not doing anything too crazy, and neither is he. That's my whole. That's my whole thing. And it's like he and and he's not on point. Here. There's no subject matter. It's not like it's not like on like uh, Life of Pablo where like designer yeah. was there, and it's like okay, this song is good. You know, well, what I mean? yeah, he went hard as fuck for Panda. That's a great song, but like this is this is not like no. The feature is not good. Yeah, and then uh, next one's Junior featuring Playboy Cardi. One of my, I think it's like one, either one or two or three, as far as my favorites. As far as working out goes, I've been deeply inspired by this album, and I've been doing his his prison no legs workouts for a while. Man, you man, you're also gonna be ch- all chest no legs, man. You got to do some squats, bro. Boy. I swear, the next day it was like I, I I I went to go do laundry, and I'm like I'm gonna exercise, and I was doing his fucking prison workout, doing doing laundry, exercising. And I was like, um, listening to Jun- Junior is the one that I, it's amazing. Um, Playboy Cardi and him are like a, a fucking match made in heaven. The two of them, my one friend said, I don't know if I should repeat it. He said, he said they must be fucking the same girls. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they have some sort of weird chemistry. And, and I'm, I'm, I was making the joke. I'm like, yo, they're going to, he's going to have a bunk bed in there. The two of them. <laughs> <laughs> They both like are like. Yeah. Good night, Cardi. Good night, Kanye. Yeah, one of them is a good dad. One of them is an evil dad. Oh he the good twin. I'm the bad twin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, they definitely got Hoff twin. Yeah, shit. yeah, one hundred percent. Right, Kanye will build your house, and then Playboy Cardi will come and rob your house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's so true. Oh man, man that's funny. No, but yeah, they're really good together. And, Amazing, uh, bro. And in the video that we have, we, uh, that's okay. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about that too for one second. Oh uh, yeah, we got time. I want to talk about that for one second. Um, people, get, some dude, uh, in wearing orange, and I don't know if this was part of the performance or not because it kind of felt like it was, but like I don't really know. There was a dude wearing orange. Who tried to run into the circle of like like the black circle oh, surrounding yeah, yeah. Kanye? So somebody tried to like <clears throat> try to like rush, the, rush stage. the stage, but they were wearing all orange. You know what I mean? And it was they like stuck out like a sore thumb. Stuck out like a sore thumb, but it was like a black circle. Like you would think if you were, I don't know, if it wasn't, it just felt like performance art or something. It felt like 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 light was trying to penetrate the dark circle around him or something, and it like no like it got arrested it was weird it was like it, it was and the music didn't stop and then the lighting was like so perfectly like they turned the lighting on to arrest him 
Yeah. And it like bumped to the music. Like it was like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, you I when I saw that on the I didn't see the dude get arrested on the live stream, but like I saw the lights come on and I'm like 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 I, it came on like like when the chorus started for that song. Yeah. Like yeah, and then like the dude was getting arrested during the chorus. Yeah, they just let it roll. That was the coolest part about it. Like if they didn't stop the performance. Like if they were if it was a lame ass performance, let's say it was like a Katy Perry concert or something like that, they would have stopped it and it would have been like, oh, I can't. Like it's too much emotional distress. Kanye's in the middle, surrounded by like four four hundred people who are wearing masks and can't even see in front of them. Yeah, dude, he definitely he doesn't give a shit. Mike Dean is like, I'm high as fuck. That's awesome, and the lighting just pops on. This motherfucker's getting arrested as Playboy Cardi is playing. Yeah, uh, like seeing that live, like everybody's going nuts. You can hear it on the on that shit. Like you can hear the crowd going crazy at at minute two. Yeah, is that what happened? Yeah, it's like ah, like you could hear it. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, next song, Jonah, shoulder to lean on. Um, I like that song with Vori. Yeah, I, I think it's the stronger Vori feature, and I think he kills it on the chorus. I thought the chorus is amazing on the song. Yeah, I really like the song a lot. This is one of the ones I take for granted. Like um, I don't the ones I don't think about as much. Like Junior is like such a big hit for me. This one is like a good like uh, uh, not super standout, but like real like real good song. Yeah, honestly, it's really good. Um, the beats real nice. Yeah, and yeah. Honestly, uh, I think very soulful. Uh, this album has a lot of cool like he- like very hellish type vibes. Or like, mm-hmm. like like it, it has like a really good like religious aspect to it. If I'm being honest, yeah. Like I feel like this is what Jesus King should have sounded like. Oh, for sure. Like uh, this, like this, this is the type of gospel where you, like he really thrives and where he's able to use and manipulate into his sound. Yeah, right. And, or he goes, uh, uh, "God the Father, like Maury, like that's like that's good. Like I, I like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't like him talking about God very much, but that's very clever and like very funny and like that's so Kanye for him to say that. Yeah, exactly. And it, you know what? This album has made me appreciate Go to the Moon so much more because like the beat is really good. The yay Jesus gang shit doesn't bother me as much in the context of this. Like, it actually, like, it, it's kind of funny. Like, he has a lot of good lines on there. Like, um, a case is so brief, don't bring your briefcase. You know what I mean? Yeezy uh, in the stock room. That's the name. Make the stock boom. Like, stuff like that. You know what? I, this is a point that I wanted to bring up. Maybe we can make this a little bit of a longer episode. But I, I wanted to write some sort of an op-ed about this. Watching this event and then watching the Jeff Bezos go to space event. Like, Kanye did so much more with whatever money that he was, like, using uh as a billionaire to fund that event and like that specific event then then bezos going to space that video is so lame they're just throwing food into each other's mouths and like throwing ping pong balls bro they went to space you're not impressed that they went into space not even a little bit he has money of course he went to space who gives a fuck (laughs) of course he went to i don't know i you know what this is where me and you we differ i i mean of course fuck jeff bezos he's a piece of shit it's not even that. It's just the but video is so lame. It's like he he, he goes to what space. What do you want him to do? Like, Bro, he comes back down. Perform and, Donda in space? Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, something. I don't know. Be like, guys, I bought the rights to Kanye West's Donda. I'm about to play for you right now. Like, I think that this performance and everything that's gone into it has probably costed more, the same if not more than what he spent to go to space. Because what was it? Every minute in space cost $2 million or something? Yeah, something like and that. And he went to space for 10 minutes, and so Con- it was 20 and mil. And Kanye did spend a million dollars a day. A million dollars a day in the room. He had that screen lined up. The weekend. You know how much a weekend feature costs? Are you fucking kidding me? Probably a lot. I mean, so much. Probably a million dollars or more like to get a, to get a feature from that dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and Yachty, you know what I mean? All Griselda, Jay Electronica, all these people. He had to pay all these people. Samples that he probably used. Like mm-hmm. He has to pay all these people. Yeah, man, but like, luckily he's a billionaire. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, like he probably spent more or the same on this event and he accomplished so much more. Like seeing the things that he was able to do with that amount of money is way more impressive than Jeff Bezos going to space and throwing a ping pong ball back and forth, coming down and saying, and saying nothing of value saying that we want to bring the trash out into space. That's what that was. That was his conclusion. (laughs) (laughs) We should put trash in space. Wow. Great. That's what you learned with for $20 million. You fucking idiot. Well, what did Kanye learn? I mean, he learned that he can get bitches. <laughs> he learned that he learned that he learned, <laughs> he learned to love himself even more than he does already. Yeah, he remembered his love for himself. Yeah, what did he accomplish, man? So much on this album. This album is amazing. Yeah, it it is good. But here, he accomplished a uh, uh, anti-essential or whatever. The album's not even out yet. We're gonna give it a fucking standout album for sure. Well, it's definitely a standout because I mean. Yeah, it stands out. But yeah, what's the next one? Uh, off the grid, Playboy Cardi, and amazing. Fabio. Another one of my top three. Yeah, that that's it was amazing. Fabio's feature is amazing. Uh, Playboy Cardi's feature was really good, and the beat was just insane. It kind of reminded me of a drill beat too. I, uh, well, yeah, well, for because Fabio is a you know pop, him and Pop Smoke are like this or were like this rather, mm-hmm. and the New York and Brooklyn drill scene was pretty much like. They were kind of the the figureheads. Yeah. And so Fabio was carrying on the pop legacy, I feel like. And, like, it was cool how it, the beat started off a certain way, Cardi, and then it switched to, like you said, it switched to fit Fabio perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. no effort. It was just, like... Kanye on this album is really good at curating these features. I feel like that was, like, something he wasn't really that good in uh, the first, like, on Jesus King. Like now, like yeah. like he's was able to realize like how much he could really utilize like a feature's talents. He's gotten back to it, yeah, yeah. And another thing about no- listening to all the albums that I noticed is like, yeah, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like uh, feature curation was amazing, and uh, Yeezus too, like with Assassin or Frank Ocean for two seconds, like throwing him on the song. There's a lot of songs on the the uh, Cruel Summer mixtape and the uh, My Beautiful Dark Twi- Twisted Fantasy and stuff like that that have Charlie Wilson. You know the dude from uh, yeah, yeah, I know Charlie Wilson. He just thrown in there. He's on the, he's on it for like three seconds. He goes like oh and like you know what i mean it's so cool the way he he's able to weave these features in mm-hmm. no dude totally um speaking of which uh the next song uh remote with young thug and kikari yeah yeah great song yeah i really like that too i i like um how like kind of like sloppy in a good way yeah definitely you know what i mean it kind of reminds me of like a little bit of grunge a little bit but like mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know like i really like um too like his singing on this like he was able to auto-tune himself to like Still sound scratchy, but also like still sound good. No, he did a good job. Like, yeah, it, it's very like a uh, thoughty. It's like it's like it's like Kanye off like wine or some shit. He's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's just like going off and just like he's like, why are you so mad? Why so mad? <laughs> it's just so funny. He's like he's being a thought. <laughs> he's being a thought. It kind of remind me of like uh, like um, a less polished uh, 808 and Heartbreaks type of singing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know I can see I mean? that. It just was not like. Soft. It's like the opposite. It's 808 and Heartbreaks, like the minimal auto tune singing, but it's like he's happy. Like he's like clearly joyous. Like he's like going off. Mm-hmm. Where on 808 and Heartbreak, it was very solemn. This is like he's having the time of his fucking life. I think he might have read like E Pray Love or something. He like, must have read the Three Percent Man. <laughs> the, the what? <laughs> you ever see that book? No, what's the Three Percent Man? It's this weird like pickup artist book or whatever. But it's, <laughs> I don't know. We don't have to go into that. Maybe that's for another episode. Uh, that'll be for the bonus content episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he de- he's definitely reading some sort of shit like a uh, fucking like a uh, billionaire mindset or a gorilla mindset like type of shit. He's jacked. He's like, I have a billion dollars. Like, I have a Lamborghini. Like, he's like I gotta <laughs> act like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, all right, and the next one's Donda, Donda, Donda interlude. Which, yeah. sorry, I love Donda. R.I.P. Donda. This song, this song is bad. 
the song was yeah i will say the song was bad it's bad i mean it's like you know r.i.p to donda but like yeah i don't know you know i mean but also i don't think he tried to make it like bad i just think he tried to do something playful like using his mom's voice like in the sample all right new again featuring chris brown amazing i love the song it's like it's like jersey club music or something oh yeah i, I like that song <laughs> that's more thoughty shit yeah. Hi with a bunch oh, of eyes. Yeah. <laughs> or hey with a bunch of wise. Yeah, he's like, on his thoughty shit. I love it. Yeah, I, I'll say I, I like it. Like he, he just sounds like super manic and happy. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it's nice to see him happy and like carefree again. Like just not, you know, the subject matter on this it goes pretty crazy on certain songs, but like other songs he uh, is just doing his shit. Like like having really funny lines again, just like on his previous shit. You know, reminds me it, a lot of the funny lines that he reminded me of, like Gold Digger or uh, Workout Plan or what's the song with Chris Brown where it's like Easy Taught Me and all that. Uh, Not Chris Brown, uh, Chris Rock. I'm sorry, Blame, Blame Game. Game. Yeah, like that kind of really specific, like really good, like almost like Dave Chappelle type comedy where it's like really good. Like it's something that's not typically like like out there, like cookie cutter to yeah. like rap or pop song is, yeah. but like able to make it his own to like, oh shit, like I see what you're doing. So like the next song, uh, la la, Pure Souls featuring Roddy Rich. I think this. Oh is, yeah, that's a great one. This is one of my favorites as well. That's another good one. It's like this is this album is very current to his real situation because this song. I think it was inspired by Roddy Rich and him having a bit of like a beef because Kanye pissed in his Grammy. You, ever, you see that video? Uh, yeah, I saw Kanye pee in the Grammy, and then that pissed off Roddy Rich, right? Well, like he's pissed off, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was mad because he and he addresses it on the song. He's like, "I want you to pipe down." I think he's talking about Kanye. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, exactly. Well, like, yeah, well, uh, yeah. I think that's really cool about it too. Is that like I feel like Roddy really like, explained himself and the situation on the song, yep. which is very unique. You know, like I, I feel like I've never like seen like you know get together like that where like he forgives him through a song where like yeah. he's mostly featured on which uh, and Roddy Rich's feature on here is incredible yeah like his voice just sounds so great on this beat and it just like sounds like it, it sounds like religious but like not like in your face about it mm-hmm. like more like kind of spiritual than religious i guess yeah that makes sense yeah and like i don't know i just really like the upbeat with it too cuz it sounds like Kanye like kind of like i mean throughout the album i feel like he like the relationships he has with these people are like people like you know, like he cares about their relationships. You yeah, know what for I mean? sure. Yeah, like I think I think when when there's chemistry is when it really when the songs really pop off. Like I think Voy is like almost like his muse. So whenever most of the time when Voy pops up, except for on the last song, which I that song needs to be cut as well. But whenever Voy pops up, you can see Kanye like is like they have a really good connection. Kid Cudi, any song he's on, great connection. Travis, you know they're close. Um, Cardi, I mean obviously Cardi is like him and Cardi again are like. Do, they're doing something in the Hollywood Hills. I don't know what they're up to, driving around, creeping around at night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, um, w- no, when no, he doesn't have a crazy you. relationship with him or something to talk about, like Roddy Rich, like they linked up and they probably shook hands and they. This song is inspired by that, like Yachty or like um, I can't think of another feature at the moment. Maybe even like uh, Baby Keem or something. Like the feature is like varying degrees of like kind of either mediocre you know uh in, in the in the case of baby keem or just like flat out bad in the case of little yachty mm-hmm. but with roddy i feel like he had a purpose uh a song benefits from that like them actually having a connection and chemistry mm-hmm. no yeah honestly you really do feel like the relationship that they have like in the studio together when they, they do these you songs. can yeah you can just imagine them dapping up and being like oh i'm sorry I, i'm sorry i pissed in that grammy oh i'm sorry i overreacted or something like that you can just like kind of tell that they probably had a conversation about it that's a really really good song and it reminds me of um highlights off of um life of pablo just the way that the beat like kind of goes 
it gets a little bit dancey. Like, mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely like more of a dance like song. As they add in more, yeah, it's like I don't know if it's eight oh eights or something, but they add something in, like drum beats or something. Okay, and then the next song is uh, "Keep My Spirit Alive" featuring Casey. That's the one with uh, Griselda, the two members of Griselda. Yeah, with uh, West Side Gun and Conrad the Machine. I like that song. Yeah, I really like it too. Oh, I was like, like freaking out when I heard West Side Gun. I'm like, wow, West Side Gun is being featured on a Kanye West album. Yeah, West, West Side Gun has it like that, man. West Side Gun is is plugged in. Dude, seriously, like honestly, I think everybody from like kind of Griselda is like, especially like during like this year that we've been like kind of covering through our reviews of just like this has been Griselda's year. Like they are finally in like the mainstream. They busted into yeah, the mainstream they're, they're definitely with, Kanye, with the Kanye West feature. Yeah, I haven't really been really fucking with their music as of recent, but a lot of people have been, and they're headlining festivals, so I can't hate on them too much. And if I met them, it would be a little baby situation where I'd be like. Your album was good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like your music. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. They they were in Wyoming. I saw a while back, and I was like, uh, somebody said that they didn't make a song together. I think Benny was the one who actually said, "Yeah, we didn't make a song together," which is funny because Benny's not on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was probably like, "Oh, Benny, like you mind waiting outside?" Like, Yo, Benny, warm the car up for us. We'll be right out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. You guys didn't make a song with him, right? No, no, no. No, no, <laughs> man. Like, yo, he just wanted to show us something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then the next song, I think this one kind of stuck out to me, but like, but like, I don't know if I like this version of it. It's uh, Never Abandon Your Family. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the second version of it. Um, I thought it was a little more dramatic in the first time I, I, I heard it. Maybe it's because it was a shock of just what was going on. Yeah, I, they did something to it. I think it sounded better on the first version. But that was the one that benefited, like, Listening back to the album, I I sort of uh, like the song just regardless, no matter what. But there was a moment where uh, in the stadium that was really cool, where they had these people in the crowd. Remember the lady I took a selfie with with a sock on her head? Yeah. So she was sitting next to me, and during this song is when all those people in the stadium they filled up the stadium with these people. Like there's probably 200 of those people dressed in brown, like in the crowd, and they came out from the crowd and they walked down and they started like going like this like toward the middle of the stadium and like crying and weeping and shit like that while it was like never abandon your family never abandon your oh, family and it's no, like I, i'm I, losing my family no like, yeah i saw that on the on the live stream of like they were all like moving like zombies basically that was really cool i thought that was like perf- really cool like performance art the song itself i'm not going to give it too much credit but that was one of the that was definitely one of the situations where it was like really cool like to see like this thing happening in real time this person i was sitting next to taking a selfie with like just left and now they're on stage. Like, that was really, like... That's and they didn't cool. talk the whole time or move. Didn't talk or move the whole time. And they were barefoot. It was, like, in the in Dude, the fucking in the, crowd. In the Mercedes Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm drinking a beer, and next to me is a barefoot, like, chick, like, in a brown onesie and, like, a... Uh, man, she got some dirty feet. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man. He's, he's... He's... It's not that he's doing too much. It's, like... Yeah, he's like he's doing too much. Like it was like <laughs> like his personal business is really out there. It's like no, yeah, you know his his daughter is in the crowd, and it's like oh, I'm losing my uh, family. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I yeah, I didn't know that his family was in there. Like when that the first showing was going, it's like Jesus Christ, man, dude. Yeah, he's like I I really like that part just because of the creative way that that was yeah, like th- it was cool. Where like he's just like while he's singing that. Oh, losing my family like like donda is in the background like his own mother yeah. being like never abandon your family yeah never like you know what i mean i think that i thought that was super dramatic yeah. but like i don't know something the way that it's mixed is that like 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 donda's sample and mm-hmm. his vocals are like very are like the same yeah so it's just like you, you kind of have to like try to listen to them both at the same time and it's just yeah. like it is definitely disorienting but maybe it's like purposely so but 
Yeah, I guess we'll see when the final album comes out if it's good or not. Yeah, I was about to say like like for all we know, like everything we're saying is gonna be null and void in a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, this is th- this episode. I think we should just call it Donda V two, and then if the, for the next one that he's gonna do, which he, inevitably he will do, again at the Atlanta Stadium, I bet we'll do Donda V three. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and then the next one is uh, Jesus Lord featuring Jay Electronica. I really like the song. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was super cool. Like. Like anybody who said that Kanye wasn't lyrical, who's just making stupid shit he up. Very good lyrics, he go, he goes back to his Watch the Throne shit, where it's like the uh, ain't nobody ever planned to be a parent in the hood type of shit, or like. But he updated he updated it with his newfound Christian shit, and like it just like it sounds it sounds so good. He's like he's really speaking from the soul about these things for like four minutes straight, just going off. Yeah, I thought he did such a good job too, like with storytelling on this one as well. Because I feel like Kanye like really thrived when he talked about the way he was brought up versus like when he's like talking about like how rich and famous he is now. Because I feel like in the beginning, like career, like him rapping about like you know his life and shit. Yeah. Like like you know like oh like that's just like a regular dude from Chicago, just like having fun, just going to. He parties. was like the freshest kid in his neighborhood. That's what he. Was, that was his perspective. Like he's like yeah, a pink ass polo and a fucking backpack. Like I'm fresh. I'm rocking things that people aren't. But he's not like a millionaire, billionaire. No, yeah. So like I, I so like I don't know. Like I feel like on this one like he was able to like paint a really good like view of like what it's like to live in Chicago back then. Yeah, for sure. You know, like I don't know. He goes back to his roots, which I really appreciate. And, and Jay Electronica killed it too because he was the next uh, feature on there. Uh, Jay Electronica is a, uh, practices Islam, and I was wondering how he would reconcile like Islam with Christianity and like I don't remember the specific lines, but he he did a really good job with that. Like he was able to incorporate the God, the Christian themes and the his religious beliefs into mm-hmm. this really good verse after Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the two other ones, Styles P and Jadakiss, were really good too. Those are two like old head rappers, and they're always reliable for a, a good feature like this, like to spit like something that has a purpose type of thing. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and then the next song is "I Know God Breathed on This." I really like that one as well. That's a good one too. I like the the beat of it. I like um, how it actually sounds like like a banger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it actually sounds like like a dance so- track like you can hear in a club or something yeah it was cool i liked all the little like uh like screams that were all distorted it's really really cool yeah the way that like he was able to arrange like all the production like like all the different like bass and like all different sound effects and just like it all just really came together and like where like i feel like it was very messy in the first show yeah definitely but like this one like he he really nailed it i wasn't impressed by the first one i i told you i gave it like a c or a c plus i'm like and you were surprised i'm like it just doesn't sound very good like no. something is not right with it. It just like didn't. I can't accept this as like an amazing album. I'm like something is off with this. No, yeah. And he fixed a lot of. He rearranged a lot of the shit. He added a lot of shit, and he made the quality way better. You can just tell like they put fucking work into this. Mm-hmm. Dude, he was locked in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, literally locked in. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fixing stuff too, like on the next song, uh, we made it featuring Pop Smoke. Um, I thought it was super rough. Like, yeah, the, the first, first time it was really bad. I didn't like it this time around too much either. Uh, it was cool to hear Pop Smoke blasting in a, in a football stadium, I will say, and like drill and stuff. That was cool. But like as a track on the album, I'm, I still don't really like it. Do you? Uh, How do you I, feel? I don't know. I, I thought it was a really good, um, a really good salute, I guess, to, to Pop Smoke, you know, just because like, I mean, if you just listen to the album, like you can tell Kanye really got like some of the sound from the, the New York drill scene. You yeah, know what definitely. I mean? Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Like the choral stuff and the, yeah, the... I'm in drill with Fabio for sure. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, so like it, I, for, to me, it kind of felt like like Kanye was kind of just like giving like Pasmoka's flowers or something. You know what I mean? Or just being like, no, I understand. I understand the purpose of it. I th- my thing about it is, I, I wish it was just a Pop Smoke drill song, a yeah. minute and thirty. Rather, than, I hate those pianos. They don't go. They just still don't go. Like Noah wouldn't play that song in like a party or anything. Yeah, but like I don't know. I kind of like like the piano because it kind of like reminds me of like. Like a clock ticking or something. Like yeah, something, no, it's, it's defi- it, it definitely is dramatic. Uh, you know, no, I, yeah. I think theatrically it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, if you know what I mean. Like, like it's just like I think like all like the the themes and like like and like what he was trying to do of just like oh like you know like his whole song is about Posmo being like we made it. Yeah, the sinister piano in the background kind of sounds like something's coming after him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it it is good. I I do you know it's not bad. It's not a bad song. I, it's not like the worst thing. It's not Donda Donda Donda. We're moving on though because like you know. It is a verse everyone's heard multiple times. Oh, next one is Jail featuring Jay-Z. Oh, that's a really good one. See, I really like it, but, like, I thought Jay-Z didn't bring it. I mm. I thought, I mean, I did like the Watch the Throne bar, but, like, besides that, it kind of sounded like he was just kind of dicking around in the studio. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was kind of like, um, it, it probably went crazy or, like, I hate to say this over and over again, in the stadium, because it's like the return of the throne and everybody goes, oh! But then it's like the third time listening to it, you're like, okay. You're like, oh, all right, I'll see it when I see it. What else do you have to say? Like, good yeah. luck getting Kanye handing something in on time. Yeah, yeah. Good, good <laughs> luck with Watch the Throne too. I I guarantee you that'll come out. Like Beyonce will definitely let you do that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it might come out. Like you know, I mean, I think it will. But like, it'll definitely. Bro, that uh, was prime cheating era. He's not. He's not. He's not gonna. Beyonce is like. No. It's gonna be a very different Watch the Throne than the first. Beyonce one. is like, no, it's not the Return of the Throne, Jay. <laughs> no, it's not. Huh, that's a cute line. You want to do? Meet, <laughs> you want to do Meet the Carters too? <laughs> Whatever that album was called. Oh my God! You know what though? I will say though, Kanye body Jay Z on that song though. Yeah, I he thought did. Kanye sounded amazing on that track. Yeah, he sounds great. I, lo- I love him on there. Do you have any priors? <laughs> right? He's like, I got priors. <laughs> so good. Why is he going to jail? Guess who's going to jail tonight? Like, that's your, like, you know, like, I feel like that is a good stadium song because that, that sounds like something you could, like, like sing along to. I go and post my bail tonight. Yeah, I was I was going crazy to that one. Yeah, th- like, that was, you know, it's funny, like, around, like, that, like, I mean, just like when I was, like, listening to the second song, like, I noticed that my eyes, I remembered very specific like i was like kind of singing along to it yeah you know because i'm just like damn like connie was like in my head like 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 that well to where like yeah. i know this song that's a really earworm uh chorus that that whole shit it's just so attention grabbing and so good and it's just like he has a way of a way of doing things where like he his his lyrics will can like if he does it good he sticks in your head so quick like no more parties in la like i had to look up all of kendrick's lyrics to know the song kanye i didn't have to do that because it's just like he has such a logical way of going about things. Like Kendrick is like Fruity Loops and Captain Crunch cereal and this and that. He, Kanye is like, I'm driving down my hall and drive. I'm gonna crash. I'm texting. I'm talking to my therapist. His kids are telling me about somebody who died texting on my hall and drive. You know what I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. like very like it's very cool. Like the way he zigzags and like and same it's with a- that jail song. It's like yeah, like I'm gonna go to jail tonight. Do you have any priors? God's gonna post my bail tonight. You know what I mean? And then he he just it's cool. I love the way he just goes off. He just he just has such a unique way of doing it that nobody else can do it like that. And I think uh, if Kanye lets Jay-Z re-record his voice, uh, his verse, and just be like... Because I mean, he was it. I mean, he did record it the day that he was doing the, yeah, the it's shit. More, yeah, it's not that impressive. There's more impressive stuff in the Watch the Throne, like, backstory shit, where it's, like, the way that things came together. Like, the dream came on, and he, like, wrote one verse, and it ended up on the song. And then Frank recorded his thing in, like, two seconds on No Church in the Wild. Like, that's mm-hmm. very impressive. 
Yeah, that was impressive. I mean, I don't know. But anyways, good song, though. I really liked it. One of my favorites, uh, just because Kanye was just so good on it. But um, the next song is Lord, I Need You. Dude, oh, yeah, I like, like the song. I actually did like that song. Really? A couple of these songs had like that very, like, um, like a Florida mega church, but it's like outside and it's like in the 80s or something. Like, it's like very specific, or like down south, like Alabama. Yeah. Atlanta. Georgia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Georgia, like Southern Fried, like chorus. I don't know how to describe it. It's like very vintage sounding. And like, even the organs on, like, we're going to be okay. It reminds me of that too. Brings you to a very specific place. And this does too. And I think it's verses on here were good too no yeah I, I really like the production on that song too like um like this album like doesn't really seem like i mean it's religious but it's not really religious it's it has religious st- undertones where jesus king had more religious overtones and it was like too yes. overbearing that is a very good way wow that's some good podcasting right there yeah good man, commentary. bro this probably, we're fucking killing it bro yeah and then the next one is i already know you're one of your favorites is hurricane featuring the weekend and yes, your boy little baby yes 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 yeah. yes Kanye is the weakest part of the song. It's yeah, still good. He really is. I remember like uh, hearing the first version of it when it was just Lil Baby on there, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Wow, that is such a good Lil Baby feature." Like, yeah, yeah, the way he was able to kind of like embody Kanye and like how he was feeling and like through his divorce and stuff. You know, the weekend comes in with just like a piercing eighty degrees, <laughs> warming up for me. Oh wow! I think we know your next karaoke I song. Can walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> no that was it was just so good like you know like how are you gonna have a spiritual album if you don't have the most uh soulful guy i, I love how he's adding like the like he's just building up this song to be the craziest song ever like little baby is like arguably like the biggest artist out i mean he's headlining made in america like the second most bought album like all of last year and like he put him on the song he's a legend then it's like it's like, how could you even go even bigger? Oh, let's go with The Weeknd, who had, like, the craziest run of of all time last year, streaming-wise. Like, let's put him on the song. Who the fuck else could we put on the yeah. song? Let's get a uh, just No. <laughs> let's not get Justin Bieber. No. <laughs> no, but you know what, though? I will say that I love the rollout, too, of how, like, he kind of announced that The Weeknd was on the album. Yeah. Where, like, he just posted a screenshot of who he was calling. And was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was bothering at, like, 3 a.m. or whatever. Yeah, he was calling The Weeknd at 3 a.m. And at 2 a.m. where he answered, then 3 a.m. he didn't answer. I think it's so cool the way that he does it. Like, I don't know if this is all planned out or whatever. I think that he doesn't have a plan. Like, just watching his SNL performance with with Lil Pump, where they were like water bottles. I really don't think he has a plan anymore. But he's like, he has so he has the funds now. You know, he's not broke anymore, so he can like he can make all these stupid mistakes and like spend all this dumb money and shit like that. He can, he can still take be, huge risks. Yeah, he can take massive fucking risks, and it's just like, okay, well, the first football stadium event didn't go very well, so I'm just gonna stay there for a couple of days and. Let's try it again. Like he couldn't have done that in his broke era, or his uh, his uh, like life of Pablo. I'm fifty million dollars in debt era. Yeah, he couldn't w- have done another Madison Square Garden show or something like that. Like I don't think I don't think he could have. Like I just don't think he could have. I think he would have though for that album though because like their rollouts were kind of similar. Where Kanye did release Life of Pablo and then like yeah. another version like a couple of weeks afterwards. Yeah, but yeah. he didn't tell anyone after that, so nobody even knew until like you just woke up and you're like, wow, fades different. Yeah. I like the way that he's doing this because even though people are torrenting it, it's not going to be it's not going to be worth anything in a week. Like, oh it's no, gonna, it's going to switch up. I'm, like, which I'm is cool. excited to listen to like the real version because I think that would even be better than than this. I'm going to keep it just in case because I don't want him to take away like the weekend feature or something. Ah, uh, he won't. Yeah, I hope not. And then the next one is. Um Oh, uh, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. I like that song. Sure. That's the type of shit I'm talking about. Where it's like over. It sounds like bass boost or something. 
It's so overwhelming. It's like sounds so vintage. Mm-hmm. Even like I like the production too on that Dr. Dre uh, commercial, but like it. Oh yeah. It did not give anything away about the song. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. He didn't. He didn't have an album at that point. Bro, he literally just had that idea of just like, oh fuck, I I owe Dre a uh, shit. I owe Dre a song. We who's a controversial deal. athlete? Uh, so who's a controversial athlete? Uh, Shakari Richardson, like, oh, like Nike, um, uh, gospel. Okay, like rap, that's a rap. Uh, okay, let me play this chord. I mean, Jesus is King too with Dr. Dre, and it's not coming out. So let me do him a favor. Yeah, <laughs> let me just release something. Remember there. that when they were re-recording that? Did you see that? Where like Snoop Dogg was in the studio with him and. No, they were gonna re- they were gonna make a Jesus is King two produced by Dr. Dre. Dude, I vaguely remember that. Like Dr. Mm-hmm. Dre was just like, "Yeah, we're gonna run it back." I thought it was so funny because Snoop Dogg is so messy. Like he was he made he made all these videos about how Drake was fucking Kim Kardashian, and then later on, like Jesus is King two comes out or like about to come out or being recorded, and he's in Dr. Dre's studio. Like, oh my god, guess who I'm next to? Kanye. Like, <laughs> like bro, you, you just talked all that shit, bro. I bet somebody shared that photo, and then Kanye was just like, "The project's done." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like, yeah, you're really gonna let these people know what we're up to? It. Yeah, dude. I, I honestly like. I guess I kind of respect it, but also I fucking hate it because that's how we lost Yandi because that shit got leaked. And then like he's just like, all right, fuck this. I'm not gonna make this out yeah. anymore. It's crazy. How, yeah, 80 degrees. Hurricane was on Yandi too, which is cool. Yeah. Okay. And then last but not least, no child left behind. Sucks. Which one's the second one with Vori? Right. Yeah, I it was, th- that w- they pl- uh, that's another stadium thing. They played it during the Ascension, and it sounded cool, actually. Well, I bet it did because like you had a good visual of Kanye literally flying through the fucking sky, yeah. ascending. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know us average people who uh, yeah, a lot of it was really catered to the stadium. Like the whole Watch the Throne. You ever see a movie on Netflix or something, and it's clearly like a movie theater movie, like a superhero movie or like a romantic comedy, and you and you hear a joke and you're like, that shit's not funny, but you can imagine in the theater everybody's like, oh, like laughing. Yeah, right. no, yeah, I to, when like people pause or something. Yeah, like so, yeah, one hundred percent, exactly. Like like it's catered to the movie theater, it's catered to that specific environment. Then you watch it on the TV, and it's not as good. This is exactly what it reminds me of. Where there's a lot of situations where. The lighting in the stadium switched up at a certain point. People came out. Somebody got arrested. Like, just all these things, like, happened at specific times. And, like, or things were revealed or, like, a, a feature popped up, like, the weekend. And sometimes the surprise of the live event is crazy. And then you listen to it on tape and it's like, okay, like, I don't really care. Was it the hype or was it because it was good? Some th- some things were, like, the weekend surprise, like, made my fucking night. But, like, um, like the Ascension, like... It was cool to hear the song and him ascend to the song, but, like, it's not good. Like, I don't like it now. Yeah, I never really liked it either. Like, I just wasn't a big fan. It's a weak track. Really weak. Yeah. It's a weak way to end it, which, like, that's why I think, like, you know, this might get cut or put mushed in between something else and then something else will end the But he put it in the Beats commercial, so now he has to have it on the album. I, I don't like that about him where it's just, like, just get rid of it. Like, you don't need to have it. No, not at all. He's, that's that's the, that's the thing when you don't plan things. Like now, things have to be in certain places. Like Lil Yachty's feature was weak, but people already said Lil Yachty's on it. Like you, there's already a video of Lil Yachty smiling and laughing about like as his as his verse comes up. So like now you have to include it. Maybe you know what I'm saying. You can't just cut Lil Yachty now. What else we got to talk about? Let me think. We got the track list done. We got the track. I mean, closing remarks because we have been talking for a while. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just um. Definitely improved from the last one. Yeah. Kanye has really good direction for this one. I think uh, the next version is going to be even better than this one. 
Yeah. At least I hope so. Yeah. This is what Jesus King should have been. Like, this album, I feel like... I'm not going to say it was a religious experience. But like, you know, like I was saying before, it's spiritual. Like, I really liked how, like, he did it in a way, too, where, like, it was, like, super relatable to his situation, where, like, it didn't feel like he was lying to us, like, acting like no. someone he wasn't. Yeah, I was definitely honest. There could be... My issues with the album, there's some weak features. There could be more True. Kanye. There's some weak songs that could there could be less of... But well, it's long as fuck, dude. It's like 24 songs. It's really long. Um, yeah, but I think we pretty much exhausted everything we could say about the album. I just want to end it off by saying Atlanta is an amazing city. Uh, I love Atlanta very much. I would, I would, I want to go back already. Um, what else is going on in my life? Let's see. What else is going on with our yeah, page? Man, t- t- tell us oh, the New York there. Times stole our whole fucking flow. They stole our whole motherfucking flow. But no, nah, I'm just I'm just fucking around. Uh, shout out to the the girl who wrote the article, Taylor Lorenz. Yeah, is her name. Uh, she did a really good job because Vice did a terrible job on the first on their article. They didn't interview anybody. Yo, it's good. They did a really terrible job on their shit because they didn't interview any of these people and they just like started talking about these memes like without like any context. Yeah, and that shit sucked. And and everybody's clowning them too. Like there were so many memes about that one. No, yeah. No, I remember, like, yeah, nobody fucked with it. But, like, I think nobody knew how to approach meme pages, and then we did that article, and we actually interviewed those people, like, person by person. Yeah, we've been in the trenches. I've been followed by Extra Stinky. I was followed by the OG Extra Stinky before it got banned, so don't even... That's me. Don't say nothing to me, boy! <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. No, nah, I'm gonna cut it there.